Howdy folks, welcome to The Home for Anime. I am Rin the Rambler, your host with no toast, but I am ready to jam. And today I have a very special guest, my best friend from high school, Tyree. Say hi, Tyree. What's good, everybody? This is weird. I'm kind of nervous, you know, this is... Why are you <laughs> even nervous? though there's no one like in the audience. I don't know. It's just like, I don't know. I think it's just like the after fact of hearing my voice, like a recording. Cause Terry, you're, I don't know. Like, you're like the most competent black man I know. I don't, there's, you are an actual, <laughs> you're an actual king. There's no reason for you to be nervous right now. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. <laughs> and you I'm excited know, though. And you want to know what kings do? What do kings do? What kings, kings do? Kings watch this show from the 90s called Golden Boy. They do do that. They definitely do that. <laughs> and you know two kings who happen to do that in the past week? I know I'm one of them. That is correct. I'm, I hope, I'm the other one. I was like, hopefully you're the other one because we, we got to talk about this. <laughs> yeah, we do. Oh, man. Yeah, thanks for bringing it up. Yeah, we have to talk about Golden Boy this week. And honestly, so this is my first time actually having someone on the home for anime i'm very excited and golden boy is a series that's near and dear to my heart and i knew it was near and dear to tyree's heart so i asked him to come on and um tyree i guess for any initial thoughts you have any initial thoughts on golden boy that you want to share before we just dive straight into it oh man just like a overall you know well let me ask first is it okay if i like spoil a little bit <laughs> dude this this show is from like 95 we can yes it's, it's a six episode okay. OVA. we can talk about whatever the heck we want okay well just like an oversight for everybody you know i you know i definitely have not watched as many animes as my friend ren here but out of you know the handful of animes that i have watched and just cartoons and just animated shows in general this is like this is definitely probably top five and for only having six episodes that says a lot like i love this show like if anyone ever asks me for recommendations on anime this is the first one it's above like you know dragon ball one piece and all that i'm i'm recommending this like off the bat just because of just because of the content I, Anybody that watches this, I guarantee you'll like it. I, that's that's how sure I am about it. It is good to preface that this show is for mature audiences, though. There yes. <laughs> is a lot of sexual content, not porn per se, but there is nudity and there's <clears throat> there are a few shots of uh, our main character having uh, full-on erections yeah it's yeah it's definitely like it threw me off when i when i first watched it but it it definitely is a balance they're able to balance it out very well so it's not as you know as like smuttish as like you may think it is you know from what you know ren has said but it's 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 definitely for definitely for mature audiences <laughs> And speaking of audiences, I think it's fair to tell people what Golden Boy is about. So, like we said before, Golden Boy is a 90s six-episode OVA, and it follows the journey of Kentaro Oe, a 25-year-old freeder or person who 
goes from job to job temporarily on his journey to study. His entire goal in life is to study all the wonders of the world. Well, I guess all the wonders in Japan. And he's really smart. He dropped out of Tokyo University's law program after having completed all of the courses. So literally all he had to do was walk, but he didn't do it. He just dropped out. And Kentaro is a lot of things. He is an astute student of life. He's a gentleman. He's a man of culture. And he's a pervert. That's yeah. That that sums up him uh, to like a T, <laughs> pretty much. But I mean, if I could chime in, I mean, with you know, and I'm not trying to go too deep into it. He is a very well-driven person, and <laughs> I hate saying this, but at times, you know, I see myself in him <laughs> at times. But it's you know, for the for the I guess like the the latter half, you know, he's he's very well-driven, but at times, you know, he's gets caught up in his own, you know, dreams and fantasies. And unfortunately it, it bites him in the butt at first, but it, it usually, well, it does work out in the end for him. So. It's just so fun. I mean, that, I don't know if you could call that plot armor, but I guess when you're the main character of the show, which there are shows where the main character literally cannot win. Like there's this one, I think it's called You guys are the reason I'm not popular. I think it's Wadamote, but I'm not I'm not sure. I would have to look that up. But in that show, the character just constantly loses. And honestly, I have just been going back and forth, kind of dipping into it because it's a bit hard to watch, you know, as because it deals with social anxiety and social rejection in such a harsh manner. But you don't get that with Kentaro. I mean, Kentaro always finds a way to mess something up or put himself deep into a hole, but he always manages to dig himself out, and that is just really admirable. Yeah. So I guess, I mean, we can start from the first episode, I guess, of how, you know, this is <laughs> the <this> starts. <laughs> so the first episode is actually my favorite. Not to say that there that the episodes that that are shown after that are bad all six episodes are bangers but the first episode is just so funny to me i i agree it's definitely it's definitely if it's not number one it's like number two <laughs> for me so what happens in episode one kintaro gets kind of driven off the road he rides this bike everywhere and he gets ri driven off the road and this woman who ends up being the president of this software company gives him, they say in the English dub, $10,000, which I watched the English dub. That's what you watched too, right? Yeah. Right. So it was like, here's $10,000. And he says, oh, ma'am, I can't accept this. And he puts, he, he, he touches her shoulder and he just, she's like, don't touch me with those filthy hands <laughs> and then he but it turns out he was going to her place of employment because he was going to start a part-time job there mm -hmm. 
and all he wants is to work with computers in this episode, especially once he figures out what Seabase is. Oh, man. <laughs> that whole, like, I guess that, like, montage, I guess, right there, that was hilarious. Like, that was so off, like, the rip and just so out of pocket, but it was hilarious. That was, oh, man. Like, I, I, don't, I don't even want to talk about it. I don't want to spoil it, but again, like you said, you know, it's just since the 90s, but, you know, Seabase, you know, he was referring to, you know, and I'll let you, I'll let you chime in on that. You know, I'm a... So, okay, so Seabase obviously deals with computers in a capacity in which I don't understand. Uh, right. My brother is a computer science major. I know I could have just called and asked him at any time, but I, I didn't. Um, but all I know is it has to do with computer language and like coding and all of that yes and kentaro thought that seabase <laughs> was the same as third base and this company is full of women there are no other men who work there and once he figures it out he just goes nuts he says oh yes seabase i love seabase <laughs> and he gets close to getting fired so many times in that episode by madam Bruh. president and that's and before I go on that, like when he said her name was Madam President, I was like, there's no way, there's no way this is happening right now. But oh man, like I sat because this is the second time I've watched it through, and I was just like confused because like she literally sat up there and was about to fire him like on three different occasions. I'm like, bro, you gotta chill. There's no way, like in in real life, that would actually work. But unless you're based right. off of like the, the actions that he did, I mean, in today's climate, he definitely he'd be beyond fired. I mean, he'd probably have some type of lawsuit against him. Oh, absolutely! Because <laughs> and I'm, that was so weird that in the episode after he, well, I don't know if you could call it assault, but he he was going at all of them when he was trying to get into sea base. Yeah, <laughs> but um. No, they they just immediately go back to like, oh yeah, he's cool. We're just gonna school him on computer stuff. Yeah, <laughs> and it, it, like, cause like he was like determined to do all this, and then he goes back to like you know his place. He's on a computer made of paper. I'm like, there's no way this is happening right now. <laughs> and I think the the best thing about episode one. What makes episode one the best for me is that it is so quotable. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I, I guarantee you this next thing I'm about to say will make you laugh. I may what? be dim, but it's always dark before the glorious sunrise. <laughs> oh, man. What, oh, he quoted something else, too, like that. I thought you were quoting the, uh, what is it? It was the, uh, is the Buddha, is the buddha proverb oh my god yeah when he misquoted that yeah he misquoted the buddha product proverb and she called him out on it because he didn't then, know any better he just like freaks out i don't know oh. how to describe the face that he made or the sound and i'm gonna touch on that the animation for his facial expressions are phenomenal like it's so it's such a for how well animated and I would say realistic at times that the show is 
his facial expressions that they animate are the most like outlandish wild things i mean it looks like something out of like tom and jerry it's 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 hilarious it adds to the comedy of it tom and jerry it's it's just like that wild <laughs> like when his when his teeth you know when he gets the fangs and when his teeth space out as opposed to regular you know regular anime character teeth mm -hmm. and mouths he gets this definition in his teeth and it makes him look vicious even though he is the least harmful person on the planet mm -hmm. but he when he gets serious like when his notes got ripped up oh man <laughs> which which leads to the best thing that the entire series has to offer that single moment that scene right there had me hooked for the rest of the, the episodes. <laughs> just the oh shit <laughs> and then uh like right after that like she got like mad at him and then like started you know berating him again and then like try to spit on him and then he just like catches it in his mouth like bro what <laughs> i mean he's also a massive toilet fiend which is which is how he almost got fired the first time. <laughs> oh my gosh! It's like I now that I think about it, I think it was in every episode. It was so episode one, episode two, episode five. I don't think it happened in episode three, which was Danger, Virgin's First Love. I don't think it happened in episode four, which is where he was a swim instructor, and it didn't happen in the animation oh. episode. It did happen in six. No, it didn't. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It did, it did, it did. <laughs> okay, so four out of six times there, I don't know why that, that escaped my mind. It's four out of six times you show that he's a massive toilet fiend, so when a woman that he is attracted to, when he knows that they have sat on a toilet. He immediately just wants to taste the water, put his cheeks up against the resting place of some other cheeks. Two oh different sets God. of cheeks. Like, I didn't know if that was some type of like, uh, some type of like anime trope or not. Like, is that just like a thing that's present in anime? But I was like, like I like like those scenes in the first episode just let me know like this was going to be wild. Like I've seen clips of it and thought like oh you know it's just adult humor, but they oh man they they pushed the line with it. They pushed the line with this because I know with the manga that it's from what I've heard and read online that it's a lot more like a lot more adult oriented. Mm -hmm. I would say so, but. Once, once again, I mean, from the show, they're they're able to like balance it out, you know, with the whole, you know, staying, you know, in character with the whole, you know, he's kind of, you know, pervert <laughs> for lack of better words. But at the end of the day, they don't, you know, they're not going to push it to, you know, some weird extreme to where it's going to, you know, make viewers not want to watch. I feel like so. Right. They strike a very good balance with that. They're. Like I said, there there is nudity. Yeah. In the first and fourth episode. In, 
even in the first episode, the crazy thing is, I didn't know there was nudity into it until I watched it again. Because, like, it was really? so, like, yeah, it was just so quick and subtle. Like, I wasn't paying attention because, like I said, they're, they they do it so well. It's just not, it's not like, eh. Now, in the fourth episode, well, was it the fifth or fourth episode? that? Oh, the fifth episode also had nudity, yes. And that one was extreme. Yeah, that was that was probably the most extreme that it got into. Right, and but that, I, I, that woman really like loved her bike. And I was say that plays into her character. I feel like it wasn't just like it's definitely like weird and something that you probably don't want to watch with your mom, especially that episode. You know, shout out to moms, Mother, Mother's Day tomorrow. But yeah, it's <laughs> not something you want. This wanna... episode comes out Mother's Day will have passed. But oh, you know. well, yeah. <laughs> well, we're recording this Mother's Day tomorrow, so. But it's definitely not something, you know, you want to watch, you know, with, you know, your parents, you know, if you're with your parents, you know, if you got friends that aren't really into anime, they'll probably look at you weird on that episode. But, you know, it's, again, you know, for those that are interested in watching it, it's just it's part of her character. And, and I've, you know, referenced the manga again. I don't know if, did the mangas, are they, do they parallel the actual show? I haven't read all of it, but there are definitely, they go into some things a little more, but there are just a lot more stories, if I'm, mm-hmm. if I'm understanding correctly the things that I have read about it, mm-hmm. which of course, you know, there's always going to be more manga than, than anime, but which, oh man, I which don't think sucks. Golden Boy's manga was done when the OVA came out. Yeah, I I know that it had two volumes, I think. I'm not 100% sure, but I know it had more than like one because I was just sitting here like after I finished it, I was like, there has to be like a season two of this somewhere or like there had to be like a reboot somewhere in the making because it's such a good show. But, you know. Honestly, I mean... With the material that we were given with that season one, or I guess you could say with that six-part OVA, it's honestly a good thing that they kept it where it was. I mean, they, I agree, they ended it pretty perfectly. Oh, man. And I guess we go back on, on track, you know, just to yes, stay, I guess. Yes, like yes, on yes. Board. Yeah, we're, we're, <laughs> we're skipping ahead. Yes, or I'm no, skipping ahead. It's my fault. No, it's totally fine. It, it's This is the home for anime, man. <laughs> So but. you want to get, so of course, I mean, I guess this isn't really a spoiler. Kintaro is one of the best MCs in all of anime history. No matter what happens, he always wins in some way or another. Oh, yeah. Even Somehow, he, somewhere. Even when he thinks he's lost, he's won. So, you know, without, but- without saying what happens in each episode. <clears throat> Excuse me. Without saying what happens in each episode, you can just know that he wins. You just don't really fully understand how. And I guess playing off of that is, you know, and I noticed that with like each episode, like when the problem is resolved, he just like vanishes and the the people that are involved are like finding like these clues and hints to, you know, how he solve this you know with the first episode and, and i guess i'll just touch on this real quick it was just the whole fact of you know he had unplugged the computers and mm-hmm. 
Yeah, you know, they're, they're, months worth of software development. Yeah. No backup, and then you know the next you know scene of it. You know here they are working their tails off, and they're like, "We're not going to meet that deadline." And then they find you know I think it was a floppy disk or something. Yeah, he dropped off a disk that he had been working yeah. on for a week. Yeah, but we didn't see him again after like the whole you know scene that happened in the office like the night before. We didn't see him again until you know pretty much the end credits. You know it was just like Kentaro came back. He he. Figure out the software that is, you know, more, what is user it, more friendly. user and, friendly. I mean, accessible even to children. He he made something that if, if we didn't have the internet that we have now, which, you know, I, I didn't start using the internet until maybe 2002, 2003. Mm-hmm. I was pretty late on the internet game. But uh, if I seen something like that, as opposed to what I had to learn how to do with the internet, I think I would have been so much better off because Kentaro's version of that software just looks so good. Yeah. I was <laughs> I was looking at it, I was like, it really is kind of like user-friendly. I, like, I know it was just like an animation, but from what they had animated, I, like the instead of having like a garbage bin, it was like a tree instead and you know whenever you're done with like a file or wanting to trash it, you put it like on the tree or grow i was like why is that not really a thing like i know like the trash icon you know if you empty it, it empties but it's not as like cool as you know a, a tree growing on your on your desktop so right no it's just not as fun mm-hmm. <clears throat> excuse me so i guess going into episode two i think episode two might have been the most um, how do i put this yeah you know so kentaro's 25 and Mm -hmm. this time he was dealing with a high school student which i i am not i'm not going to say i'm familiar with how you know the age of consent and everything goes over there and especially how things were in the 90s i have Mm -hmm. no knowledge about that but you know, from an American perspective, you know how we typically approach situations like that. Um, yeah. He he definitely, they make it seem like he hasn't crossed a line. But the first time mm-hmm. I saw it, when I was maybe 18 or 19, I thought to myself, oh, he's, he's doing a no-no. Like, I just got out, we had just gotten out of high school and... Mm-hmm. And I'm seeing someone who's older do that when, you know, remember that teacher I was in love with in high school who wouldn't go to the prom with me. So I was like, if that happens, why couldn't that have happened for me? I didn't even know, like, while I was watching it the first time, I didn't really pay attention to that. I didn't really pay attention to it. So, you know, the second time I've watched it, I was like, She's still in school, and it's not like college because, you know, college, you know, I wouldn't imagine her, you know, going home to like, you know, her actual house, you know, be like a dorm or something. So, like, I sat there and thought about it. I was like, but I I didn't really remember them saying anything, you know, about her being like in high school or anything like that, just from my memory now. But now that's a good point that you brought up. But the episode, again, that like I mentioned, it kind of, you know, it walks a thin line. But it was done well. Mm-hmm. 
or I guess for the time period, but it's definitely uh, one of those things that I feel like wouldn't necessarily fly <laughs> nowadays. But like you said, it, I think it was just more of like a period thing. I don't, I don't really know. I, I, was, I lived in the '90s for three years, so. Oh God, we are that young. Yeah. Oh, by the way, Terry and I were born two weeks apart. One fact. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Two weeks. <laughs> exactly. So actually, I'm turning 24 at the end of the month, and then 14 days later, he's going to turn 24. Yeah. Very exciting. I don't think I knew that until last year that they lined up that perfectly. <laughs> really? Yeah, I just I just never paid attention. I was like, that, it's literally two weeks after. Like, that was that was that was literally the the first thing I thought of. That was how I was able to remember your birthday so easily because I was like, oh, okay, it's he's two, literally two weeks after me, so I just have to count you know, two Fridays or two Saturdays away. And here we are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, just, I just like, I never like thought about that. Like until literally last year, cause you had said something about it, but you know, it was just like, I just remember cause it was like the day before the last day of May. That's like how I remember it. Yeah. You know, but so I didn't. I didn't really like put two and two together. I was like, "Oh, he's like, let me look at the calendar." Straight line down because my mom's birthday is literally a week after mine as well. So it's just everything just lines up like perfectly. So. Oh, sweet! I didn't even know that. Yeah. It's very cute. But I'll tell you what wasn't cute: the way <laughs> that that girl treated Kentaro. <laughs> and you know what? And that's where like. I feel like they did it well. They didn't make it seem like, you know, he was trying to come on to her like that. It was obviously her trying to manipulate him in that situation. And kudos to Kentaro for, you know, uh, <laughs> you know, taming his urges, I guess, you know, especially for the type of character he is. So. Right, right. Which, you know, just, just, we're, we're not saying that it's okay to be attracted to high school age girls. No, is, not at all. That not is at all. That's not, not okay. Not what I was saying at that all. Is yes. that way. Right. I know. I, I know. I just, that's that's not. We do not condone that at all. Yeah. But what yeah, what Tyree no is vote. saying, which I completely agree with, is that given the person who Kentaro is, and that's what I meant when I said, you know, he he he's respectful. He has honor. He he never wants to cross the line even though he does say stuff like my high school sweetheart mm -hmm. which you know yeah I mean, he even got his ass whooped for like mm -hmm. bad real yeah. bad yeah i was well it was funny because like at the end you know because honestly i thought like, you know, probably gonna try to kill him or something, but they were just like his dad. Well, her, it was her dad that was the mayor, right? Yeah, yeah. At the end, he was like, you know, that's respectable, you know, gentleman, and all this other stuff. You know, I'm not gonna, you know, kill him, you know, like the other people that I've done in the past. So it was pretty. <laughs> that one kid who got center blocks tied to his feet yeah. and got thrown in the river. He got sent with some, uh, what do they call it? Some cinder block galoshes. <laughs> <laughs> His face as he was like going underwater, like, geez. 
It was like that that meme. Uh, sheesh, sheesh, sheesh. That's what it looked like. And but yeah, I honestly that episode is probably it's probably my least favorite episode Same. of all of them. Same. But and to be honest, you know, not to go too far ahead again. It barely played a role in the last episode, I feel like. So honestly, I, it definitely could have been omitted. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I guess when you're trying to fit all the puzzle pieces in, this episode works. Especially, I mean, so when I say that she played him, or at least she thought she was playing him, Mm-hmm. The the thing that he says in the last episode when he's trying to rally some troops together, he says, I know some girls who are good at faking things. Yeah, that's all they were good for. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. I mean, I guess after dealing with Kentaro, everyone gets an attitude adjustment. Mm-hmm. Which is actually my my second favorite and it might be tied with episode one my second to slash first favorite episode is episode three episode three <laughs> episode that three was, was really sweet yeah it was just uh see for like it was just one of those situations where like he literally put himself in that situation for what <laughs> Like, well, for like, because like the whole situation, because it was, that's a swimming episode, right? No, or, that's episode that... four. Oh, see. Yep, no, episode three is the one where he works in the noodles. He's making shop. the noodles. Yeah. Noodle shop. Yeah. Okay. I got a little ahead of myself. I just watched this again. Like, <laughs> but not nah, the noodle shop. Yeah. That one, that one was a sweet episode. Yeah. <laughs> about, yeah. Now I can see why you thought like I was, you know, off base. <laughs> off base and yeah. not on C base. Not on sea base. <laughs> <laughs> Episode three, when he he moves in to help this family's noodle shop after the owner is a victim of a hit and run, so he can't use one of his arms. So he teaches mm-hmm. Kentaro how to make udon noodles, and uh, he the owner has a daughter who is, I guess, talking to this slimy businessman yeah and in terms of visual comedy this was one of the raunchiest because he's so you find out later on that this sleazeball he's trying to get in with the owner's daughter so that he can do some stuff with um with With the business yes with the business he's trying to he's trying to take over that entire building yeah and there's this scene where businessman and the daughter they're at the racetrack and kentaro already knows what's going on because he overheard (laughs) the businessman talking to his girlfriend and he said nope i'm coming but he snuck in, so he snuck in, and homeboy's trying to seduce homegirl. 
he's unbuttoning her top and zipping down her zipper on her pants and Kentaro just is like, nope, that's not happening. <laughs> and every move that Homeboy tries to put on Ken, on the girl, he ends up putting on Kentaro. And Kentaro's soul is literally sucked out of his yeah, body. At the he end. turns into a white mass and she's just like, what happened? <laughs> like, I'm not feeling myself right now. <laughs> oh, man. But that episode was just really sweet because he, he just really wanted to protect that girl and protect that business. And when everything came out into the open and she found out what was going on, Homeboy stumped Kentaro out once and he just kind of let him do it. Mm -hmm. But then the second time he found out Kentaro wasn't bitch made and he socked him back and he said, oh, I no. just had to open up a can of whoop ass. He pieced him up. <laughs> in that scene because he tried he tried to like bite him then then I, I think Kentaro had like dodged it and just beat he him swung. up <laughs> he swung yeah that's like the most like I was like the most action packed scene probably from the show as far as like fighting goes <laughs> oh yeah yeah, yeah. and because Kentaro didn't want to fight he yeah he's all about maintaining his composure Mm -hmm. And when he does hit him, he says, I still have so much to learn. <laughs> He's that upset at what he did. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I think I think that's another cool Kentaro thing. I think I guess you could call him Wintaro for that. Yeah. He that episode is like you said, it was it was probably probably the least like raunchy one of them all it was just like it was almost like a slice of life type episode <laughs> if I'm like almost almost oh i mean when you have to when you have to foil a nefarious villain's plan but i mm -hmm. i do see what you mean yeah because there's just like usually for like all of his jobs it's like he has to overcome some type of hump to get that job huh. this one was he just he just pretty much had the job essentially and was like working there. He wasn't the best starting out at first and then started getting better. And then, I mean, that's just an episode ended. <laughs> as far as, you know, his character progression, I would say in that episode. And, you know, I could touch on this later, but I think it would be good to touch on now. Kentaro, he's someone who is constantly growing, but you don't really see any character progression, if that makes sense. As far as like, uh, what do you mean as far as that? So, I guess, I feel like I know what you mean. I feel like you could call him a static character that i believe that's the right term is a static character mm -hmm. even though he overcomes adversity and even though he learns and grows you don't really see that until maybe the last episode when you see how resourceful he's become yeah. but kentaro no. is the good man who does something you know as opposed to the archetype of a good man who does nothing kentaro is always going to be 
the good man who does something. He, I guess when I say static character, you could also think of him in the vein of Goku from Dragon Ball, and mm-hmm. that he's always going to be the good guy. He has, quote-unquote, a lot to learn, but you know he's going to be fine in the end. Mm-hmm. And that's and I, I see kind of what you mean because I mean with every episode I mean it's it's the same thing so I I definitely agree with that at that point um and again I agree with the point that pretty much you see to the last episode any I guess character progression so because none of the episodes were really like I guess there was really no story like continuous story up until that last episode. Right, everything was its own. Everything was its own episode, its own story. Nothing yeah. tied anything together. Yeah, especially when you got to episode four. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you good with them transitions? <laughs> Honestly, buddy. I so I had one podcast before this, and it just didn't work out. But I learned a lot. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you, you gotta you gotta be good with the transitions i mean honestly talking on my own is is hard so you know when you when you text me and tell me that i do a good job that that does mean a lot yeah um but yeah it's it's something tricky it's it's a lot to work towards but also guys i know i mentioned this on instagram briefly but there's another reason that i asked tyree to come on and i I think he knows this but i'm just going to say it He's actually the person who more than anyone else told me that I deserve to have my own podcast and that I should start it no matter what. And that meant so much to me because he liked the first one and he said, I'm sorry that this never got released, but don't let that hold you back. You do your own and I'm sure Mm -hmm. it'll be great. So I really enjoy it. I am starting to get a good listener growth going um so yeah uh thank you tyree No problem, man. I'm just, I'm just happy, you know, that you did it because I know it was something that you, oh man, it was almost a year ago. I feel like that you wanted to start the first one. Yeah. And I know I was just like, oh man, where'd it go? But then you had, you know, called me maybe two months ago at, at the latest. And you had said, you know, I, I you know I got this idea, you know, I want to start it again. And I'm like, you know, 
and for whatever reason that your partner had left, you know, and that's that's not you know an issue, you know. Everybody, you know, has their reasons for doing anything, but I I just didn't want that to be the reason why you didn't want to, you know, move forward with this. You know, I have certain dreams that I want to do. Everybody in the world has certain things that they want to do, you know, as far as, you know, wherever, whatever, whatever creative endeavor it is, there's plenty of people that do. And I just didn't believe that, you know, that one situation should hold you back from that. Cause knowing the type of person you are and how much you love anime, there was an audience for this. I knew there was. There has to be. <laughs> and you see it, you know, you get steadily gaining an audience with this. And, you know, I don't know if I can put too many details about, you know, from the call that we had, you know, what, maybe like a week ago about a certain thing in certain place. You know, can I, can I say, mention that? <laughs> no, no, can't get into that. You can't get into that? No. Won't mention it. But, hey, just let you know. I feel like that it's, you know, it's, it's only been beneficial to you. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, this has helped me a lot. <laughs> so, um, and I mean, it's something that you enjoy, you know, it, and I hope it for you, it doesn't feel like work. So, and honestly, I mean, school is over now. It's summer vacation. So I get a lot more time to watch these shows. Cause before it was watch a few episodes, read, for class and then read some more write a little essay or two but now i have three months to just do whatever i want so i mean i i have some shows that i want to start i'm not promising that i'm gonna be able to do everything that i talk about but i am thinking about doing fruits basket the uh the the new one not the 2001 version also and i talked to you about this a while ago damn i was hoping that you and i could come back together one day and do the lashawn thomas anime yasuke I still need to watch that. You just reminded me. Yeah, I do too. I do too. Yeah, I, I wanted to watch, watch it at the same time as you. But yes, so look forward to that. But we are not done yet, guys. We have a few <laughs> more episodes to cover. And then something very important about Kentaro that I really want to get into. But episode four. Oh, boy. Now, episode now four. Now, this is the swimming episode, That's right? That's the swimming episode. <laughs> oh, man. That like I like I was trying to touch on before. This is like the situation where I was like, well, "Why did you get yourself into this?" <laughs> it was because it was cold. He did but that was, entire thing because he was cold and horny. But it was like he was looking for a job, and it was like, "Okay, you know you can't swim, so for one, why are you even applying here? And two, why are you going to race? What are the instructors here? And then bet you know I can." If I lose, you can do whatever you want to to me. And I'm like for a year. For a year. <laughs> like, bro, you didn't have to do this. To be honest, I don't and that's the I don't understand why he left the noodle job. Now, once again, I know the other episodes like connect, but it's well, because he's a freeder, so everything he does is temporary. Oh man. Because he wants to travel around Japan to study. Man, he could have kept that job. <laughs> that I was mean, a good, good steady job. They liked him there. I mean, you remember you remember the new boys? The new boys. Yeah, remember they had that that song with Ray J. 
Oh my gosh. I didn't know who you were talking about. Yeah, you're gonna tie me down. Oh man. I guess that does define him then. Cause I was because this is a it just didn't make sense. <laughs> but it was a good episode. No, that's not me, you know, disrespect the episode. It's just yeah. from where he was at before, you know, just 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 like a like a realistic, I guess, perspective of this like what are you doing? <laughs> I mean, he made an entire swim program for children. And yeah. that's what I mean when I say he, 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 he got cast out for having an erection in front of the instructor, instructor, excuse me. But in the end, all he wanted to do was work there and he won because his, his methodology was, his methods were the best. Yeah. And the episode kind of mirrors episode one in that sense, because yes. he came in there with, you know, and that's, I mean, that's it kind of, now I think about it's kind of a theme with like a lot of the episodes is just, you know, it comes with, with no experience, but he has a willingness to learn, you know, his notebook and he comes in there and he's somehow able to within, because I think it was like a month, he said that he was trying to do this. Yes, yes. So so he bet, yeah, he he had the bet with the instructor that they would race in a month's time. And if he won that race, then he would be able to work there. Mm-hmm. And if not, if he lost, then she could do whatever she wanted with him for a year. The The Olympic gold medalist swimmer. And then he still went through with it. So I don't, I don't really know that, but... And, you know, I kind of just want to touch on, like, the whole, like, uh, aspect. And I guess, like, the whole aesthetic thing, I guess, with, like, that episode. I really like that episode. The aesthetic of it, the fashion, everything that deals with it. Kentaro, his old, you know, get up is very 90s. That's that. I was going to – that was the thing I was going to get into at the very end was mm-hmm. – I, I had a pun, but, uh, yeah, we, we can – if you want to, we can just get into that now, and then we can talk about the last two episodes. Whatever you want to do. <laughs> well, uh, okay, now let's let's just talk about the last two episodes because uh, yeah, we'll Kitaro, touch on that. Kitaro, ah, so good. His fashion sense is impeccable. Yeah. <laughs> episode five, I will not, I will never forget episode five. I'm pretty sure is the one that's called "Balls to the Wall," but B at sign exclamation mark exclamation mark dollar sign to the wall. Was it really called that? I believe that was episode five's name, yes. See, like, always, because I didn't really, like, pay attention to that. I always just looked at it, it's just because he would call him, like, because there was, like, a title and then, like, a subtitle. The title was, like, Lesson 1, Lesson 2, Lesson 3, Lesson 4, Lesson 5, Lesson 6. Yeah. But then I think the the caption under it, the one I was watching, was it might have been in Japanese, so I don't know if I caught, like, the actual, or I just completely missed it, but that's hilarious. <laughs> Cause that fits. That's like a that was like a eighties, you know, uh, Rocky type episode. I feel <laughs> like it oh was gosh. just like that type of you know vibe from it. Dude, that I I have trouble explaining that episode because it it isn't as much about the job as the other ones i think that's what throws me off about episode five because it becomes a it becomes a race between this woman's motorbike which she 
she yeah. personifies sure her bemo baby which <laughs> is uh the only thing that she says can get her off more than any man ever could uh, and kentaro's bike it's just a race and yeah. i mean that the episode five is definitely the most explicit episode mm-hmm. i mean they're yeah she she's doing a lot with that motorbike way too much and it made me uncomfortable watching it at times because i'm like okay this is the idea and at some point you're, you're doing a little too much lady <laughs> i mean you know we here at the homeper anime think everyone should be able to express their sexuality in a healthy manner and you know not <laughs> i apologize for for if i shame anybody no 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 no, no. i just you know you, you, you want to be careful you know you don't want anyone to ever feel excluded um you know, we all have our uh, our uh, likes and our desires, but I don't know. That was just <laughs> that that was that was a kink that I never uh, even thought of. I never even thought of someone doing what she did to a bike, a motorbike, to a BMO baby. <laughs> It just, it just made me, again, I'm not, you know, it just, it made me a little uncomfortable. And it wasn't even like the fact that it was just like the, the bike itself or even like the animation. This was just like, it was if, her. Like, yes. Like if anybody like on the other side, of this door was listening to what I was listening to, they're probably be like, bro, like you need help. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, okay, okay. I'm sitting here. I'm, I know what's going on. But it, yeah, it was it was very detailed, very very explicit. Yes, yes, and uh, honestly, I'm trying to think of if there was another meaning to the fact that Kentaro and this woman they had a a bet. She said, "If you can outrun." my bemo baby you can have me and he's like yes <laughs> and his brakes stop working so i'm wondering if that's a, a euphemism for something or if that there's like a if there's something more to him not having mm-hmm. his brakes or having his brakes be damaged what do you mean like as far as like a euphemism well <clears throat> Let's see. You remember when Kanye asked if hip-hop was a euphemism for the new religion? The soul music for mm-hmm. the slaves that the youth is missing? And this uh, is more than just his road to redemption. Malcolm West mm-hmm. got the whole nation standing at attention. I'm sorry. <laughs> but basically, if it just meant something else, or if it was a nicer way of saying something, like maybe there was something going on there. Like, oh, yep. My brakes are cut. Yes, sir. I could be looking too. I could be thinking too much into a sex comedy show, but mm-hmm. uh, you know, as a professional film critic and as someone who has been watching anime for over twenty years, uh, I like analyzing things. I was about to say you just broke up like a AP English <laughs> analyzation <laughs> of that, bro. <laughs> Like I just had like a Vietnam <laughs> flashback to like high school sitting in, sitting in AP English like here decipher what they meant by 
he took the pencil. Like, I don't, I don't really know what you mean. <laughs> I just saw he took the pencil. <laughs> this is a deeper meaning of slavery, actually. If you didn't know. <laughs> you have an F in the class. You, you should probably study. <laughs> like, all right. And no, I didn't have the F people. I, I wasn't failing. But yeah, that's, that's how AP English, if you were never in AP English or anything like that, now, or if you're young enough, listen to this. Boy, you were in for a treat. <laughs> that is, you want to talk about literary analysis, boy? Like, I just feel like we just made some stuff up in that class and just roll with it. <laughs> oh, dude, same for honors. I mean, yeah. you were in honors English in 10th grade, right? Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, AP was honors that first, like, semester. So, I mean, it pretty much it pretty much is the same. It's just AP, you got to take that exam, which really didn't matter in the long run. But, you know, that's a different topic for a different day. <laughs> I was about to but, say, yeah. my, my teacher threw me into AP. You know, our other friend, Ken Duizet. Yeah. I He and I, we just... We cut up so bad 10th grade in this one class, this English class. And we gave that teacher so much hell. And I think uh, I think she did it to spite me. We were on the same level reading wise, but he has to be put in CP instead of honors. And she gave it to him. And I, I was like, oh, OK, so can I get put in CP? She looks at me. She gets angry and then she smiles and then she marks AP on mine. She hands it back to me, and I'm like, okay. And I could have sworn, sworn under her breath I heard her say, little fucker. Oh, man. Uh, AP English, that is a, that is a, I'm not going to call it a trap. It is a trap. I, I got a C. That in, my entire junior year, that was like straight C's. I got a C in AP English because she wouldn't let me take CP. Like, I was decent in AP English. Like, I had, like, Bs, like, that junior year. Now, senior year, completely different story. Okay, like, senior I, year, I got A's in AP English. Oh, see, new. See, yeah, you you hit a whole 360. I did. I, I backpedaled. I, I was just trying to be done at that point. But AP English, my senior year, with the teacher that I had, I, I remember that she is one of my favorite teachers, though, just because of that. Even though that was by far one of the Worst years I ever had in school. That was the worst grading periods I ever had in my life. But I, that class, I think, has helped, you know, mold me to the person I am today. It got me to the places I am. So. And speaking of people helping move you to the places that you are today, that really does tie us perfectly into episode six. Man. Because Katara starts working in the animation industry. <laughs> Let's back up to the end of episode five, though. Oh, God. <laughs> I forgot about that. So I watched it again. It, it pretty much just references episode six, but like it just this it just breaks the fourth wall. Like it picks it up and stomps on it. In what regard? Wait, what are you talking about? I was talking about, you know, like the old the animation studios, you know, running yes. out of, it's like, we got a deadline to meet, you know, we don't know if we're going to make it in time. And then yes, they were, they were really, I mean, they, they were really patting themselves on the back, which they definitely should have because animation <laughs> is so exactly. Hard. 
that whole episode was a reference to their whole studio. They were just like it, they they were being so cocky with the episode. <laughs> they were being cocky. They were they were saying we're putting our hearts into what we're doing. Let me not say cocky then. Let me. They were very like they were very proud of what who they were. Like you know, this takes time. Like look at this. This is this is you, animation at this level is going to take so much time to do. But then, I mean, and I won't. I'm not going to try to skip that far ahead with it. But it was just funny because like <laughs> that episode, they reference they were referencing the animators of the show, right? Uh I know that they referenced the mangaka. Mm. Except they changed the comics from Golden Boy to Golden Girl. And that's what I was about to point out. <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> I was like that 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 fourth wall moment was just like, okay. <laughs> and then of course this this is since this is the penultimate episode, this is where all of the things that Kentaro has done where they all come back to help him save the day one more time before he goes on continuing his life as the freeder that he is and that's why i feel like this anime is so great is just because of this last episode this last episode the way they were able to tie everything in together collectively was i didn't see it coming until i read like when i first watched it i watched like a quick like synopsis of it and I was like, there's no way. There's no way this is about to happen. But the way they were able to do it, it worked out phenomenally. <laughs> it Honestly, was it yes. was beautiful. Yes. <laughs> I so there are some anime apps um that are used that I used or that excuse me, that I used to keep track of the different shows I watch. So one is mm -hmm. called Annie List and the other one is called My Anime List. On My Anime List, I gave Golden Boy a nine <laughs> because I I love it that much. And I gave it a 9.2 on Annie List <laughs> because Golden Boy is just so special to me it's just so it is something that makes me laugh no matter how many times i watch it yeah it's it's, it's my go-to show when i'm having a bad day yeah it's and just speaking on that um for anybody that watches this um i would recommend the you know english dub over you know the sub that's very rare, the yes. voice the voice actor for this makes the show what it is. That it, uh, yes, that the voice, the English voice actor for Kentaro is what makes the show. Actually, no, the entire voice cast, the English voice yeah. cast, because they take so many liberties, and it's not, it's not. I hate to say this because I enjoy it, but it's nowhere near as tasteless as Ghost Stories, mm. which Ghost Stories. English dub is so funny, but it's also so tasteless. So there are times where I, I watch it and I just cringe. And other times when I think, when I just think of maybe, oh, I, I'll tell you a perfect example. You remember that clip I sent you where the girl says, 
We could never be together, no matter how much we wanted to. It would never work. Not because you're a rabbit, but because you're black. I think so, yeah. I, I faintly remember that. Like, that is hilarious to me, <laughs> even though I know it shouldn't be. I mean, but I, I'm... I'm a black person who thinks that's funny. Every black person I've ever sent that to says it's funny. It's so messed up, but it's funny. It's just one of those dark humor things. You just got to be able to laugh at yourself at the home. So. <laughs> but Golden Boy's not like that. Not at all. It doesn't, it's not trying to make a mockery of any culture. It's just trying to be an English dub. Yeah. And, and I, I would... What were you saying? I was going to say, it does a great job of respecting the source material, respecting the Japanese script, as at least as much as you can, because, you know, with English, you have to, you have to make some adjustments. Yeah. Yeah, they did a phenomenal job with that. You know, I, I have not seen this, this sub, um, but from what I've read and everything, you know, a lot of people prefer the dub over the sub, which is... You know, a lot of, you know, anime purists, you know, that's it's very rare. <laughs> it's very rare, you know. <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> uh, but, yeah, his, his voice acting for Kentaro, you know, I like to point him out just because, you know, he's in every episode. And you can tell if you watch it, you know, a couple times through, you know, they kind of recycle some of the voice actors. But, yeah. Um, for Kentaro is the voice acting matches up with how animated he is at times. It's it parallels so well that I try to look up other work that he's the voice actor has done. I couldn't really find anything else. You know, right. this was like his this was like his big role, which is kind of crazy because I would love to see him in other stuff. <laughs> Honestly, I think that. Whenever I find a really good English dub actor, the only thing that I can think is, you know, maybe you would be good in some other anime roles, but really mm -hmm. you should just like, you should definitely think of contributing to American animation because yes. you could make so many shows and movies that we have mm -hmm. so good. Yes. Like, <laughs> I feel like I know more voice actors by like name than I do like actual actors, <laughs> which is kind of crazy. Oh, absolutely! Like, you know, shout out to Cree Cree Summer, one of my favorites. <laughs> oh, absolute goddess. <laughs> uh, but you know, this the the sixth episode again. It's just how they were able to wrap it up, and it was it's kind of like it's almost kind of sad in the sense that, you know. I'm not as much as like an anime purist as far as like Jap Japanese animation goes, as far as, you know, voice acting and stuff. But as far as, you know, just in general animation goes, I am a major purist. I am a hundred percent like behind the whole fact of sale animation is completely better than CG animation. Like, and they touch on that on the this you know last episode, how you know how they had to meet this deadline was you know referencing back to the first episode when he made the computer program and they're like oh yeah we're gonna use wireframe models to put you know our 
drawings over it. So, you know, it's going to be like clean animation, you know, it's going to be a lot faster. And, you know, it was, it, that part was just sad because pretty much after this anime, there was pretty much, there wasn't really any more, you know, cell animation animes after uh, Golden Boy or new ones, I should say, that started. So he was pretty much, you know, saying like, you know, this is uh, switching, you know, the the industry. But, and for me, you know, like I said, I'm with any type of cartoon, I, I love cell animation. You know, I love Akira, you know, I'm just gonna touch on that real quick, you know. That's that is a masterpiece. That is a work of art that should be in a museum. The architecture in that, you know, being a Boy. student <laughs> being a student of that is is just beautiful. And with this, you know, episode, not the episode, but this series, you know, they it is just it's just the aesthetic of it is amazing. And I think we can transition, you know, into you know talking about the fashion. You know, if you have anything else you want to say, Kentaro, more like Drip Taro. Oh right? man, he did not break one fit at all. This no. whole time, not one. There was no bad fit. <laughs> Honestly, I I don't think I've ever told you this. So, all right, guys. Uh, Let's see, we met, Terry and I have been friends for about eight years now. Oh, this is eight pushing nine almost. Yeah. Like, we met um, sophomore year in high school? Yeah. Yeah, and, he's pushing nine almost. Um, <laughs> I, for, for like maybe a few years, I never put pictures of anyone in my phone, but at this point in my life, you know, like I said, I'm 23. The people who I care for, the people who I love the most, I put pictures in their in their contact photos. So, like, I personally, as you all know from my Instagram, I don't take pictures of myself, and I don't expect people to give me pictures of themselves. Also, I feel like that would be kind of creepy to ask. So I, the people who I care for the most, I use pictures of anime characters, and my picture for Tyree is actually Kentaro riding on a bike. It is. That was the other reason I said I have to have him on for this episode specifically. Oh man, I did not know that. This is this is new news to me. <laughs> Dude, yes, because when we started talking about it a few years ago, I said, "Oh." Someone else who really likes Golden Boy, thank goodness. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah the the fashion of that, and like I said, I kind of like I, I wouldn't say that I see myself in Kentaro, but just like, certain aspects, you know, I feel like I can you know mirror. But like whenever like I see him like getting on that bike with like his fits on him, like this is like this is inspiration, and then. I saw the Instagram page that has like all the '90s anime fashion on there. '90s anime fashion is one of my favorite accounts on Instagram. Like it makes me want to like go watch some of these like slam dunk. Yeah, seeing like some they got the Jordans in in the the series. They got some of the fits they have on. I'm like I like I should be pulling this off. Like I need to go buy some clothes that look like this because they're fresh. Yes. I know it's a cartoon character, but they're fresh. <laughs> she even had. She's even posted stuff. She's posted stuff from from Golden Boy. She's even posted stuff from the original Hunter Hunter. 
Really? I mean, this this woman goes in on it. Like oh, I said, really? she is one of my favorite account holders because her dedication to the drip is so massive. Uh, yeah, I got some. I got some pictures saved from that account. I'm pretty sure, like really? on my yeah, on my Instagram, like on the save tab, like I have like a whole like section just dedicated towards just like uh, clothing of like stuff like I either want to buy or just like I'll see somebody with like an outfit and I'm like, oh man, I like how like you know this looks, you know. And I got some of them saved from like that account because I'm like, I know this is a cartoon, but. This is kind of a vibe. Like they, it's like, fly. This could work. Yeah, this is good. <laughs> what was that motion you just did with your hand? <laughs> I, I put it up, you know, oh. upward like fly. Oh. <laughs> oh my gosh. I hate you for that. <laughs> Whatever. But oh, you don't. But yes, no. Honestly, 90s anime, which if I can ever if I can ever get her on this podcast. I I don't know much about 90s anime fashion. Mm-hmm. I would just ask her to school me and everyone who listens on oh, no. on this subject because there is so much to cover. I mean, yeah. 90s anime is one of the greatest gifts that humanity has ever gotten that honestly, I don't think we deserve just 90s anime in general dude yes yeah I mean, it's just from the pictures that i see they are so freaking <laughs> cool i mean hold on i'm gonna i'm gonna show you something i hope that it comes through what is that hold on So, did you watch that movie, Olita Battle Angel, when it came out in theaters? Uh-uh. Oh, well, so, there's an OVA that came out um, in 1993, I want to say. Mm-hmm. And ADV Films, so AD Vision Films, who is now Sentai Filmworks, they had the rights to it so they released it way back in the day and i found a copy which is what i'm holding in my hand now which i don't know if you can see just this little bit of drip that <laughs> that the battle angel has yeah i can see <laughs> with, the, with the trench coat like there's just something about the 90s that is unbeatable yeah and i think that partnered with like the Cell animation, you know, once again, I'm going to touch on it because <laughs> I love cell animation so bad. I need to buy me. I need to buy a cell from the show. But I think the grittiness of like the cells and like the filming of it partnered with like the 90s is just like is the aesthetic that I think what what makes it, you know, so unique. But, you know, back with Golden Boy, I mean, again, you know. I don't even I don't even think like his shoes were like any type of name brand, but it was just like the way he was dressing, I feel like is how a lot of people this generation are, you know, trying to dress in a sense. So and if you're looking for not at all, <laughs> in and my honestly, opinion. That's one of the things that's so upsetting about animation 
is that these characters, they, the, these models are so, everyone is fit a certain way and mm -hmm. clothes are drawn a certain way. So even if you buy the things exactly how they are, they're just not going to look the same. Not at all. Like, I, <laughs> like so much so, like how much, like, cause I'm, I'm a nineties, like purist when it comes to clothing, like I have, a lot, of, a lot of the majority of my stuff is just vintage, you know, t-shirts, jackets, shoes, whatever I can get my hands on. And I remember going to that '90s anime account maybe three weeks ago, and I saw this guy that she had posted. It was like a, it was a screenshot from Slam Dunk, and he had a vest on. I literally last week bought a vest just because of that. Really. <laughs> Yes, it was like a well. It's not the same. I bought it was more. It's more of like a utility vest, but he had like a. It was kind of like a. It's kind of like a. It wasn't like a puffer vest, but it was kind of similar to, you know, it's styling of you know what he had. And I was like, you know what, I'm gonna try to pull off a fit because I'll be, I'll be out of town this week with a couple friends, and I was like, I'm gonna try to pull off a fit that kind of looks like this. And I'm just, I'm posting on Instagram with <laughs> that photo. I'm gonna see if you know I can. You know, draw you know a parallel here, but yeah, it's Kentaro. He had the whole. It wasn't even a snapback. He had a strap back. People don't even wear strap backs anymore. Strap back, actually. You have a strap back. Yeah, you want to see that too? Like a plastic strap back? No, no, no. It was no, like no. a plastic. Like a. Just like a. Hold on. I'll... Oh, like. No, he had like a plastic strap back. Oh, like, oh, oh. Was... No, I have like a little thing that has like a. You know, you it's like a little buckle kind of. Yeah. Oh no, yeah. His is completely different from that. His was like I've only had one hat that was a strap back like that. I don't even know if it's oh. called a strap back. It's it's like it's like a plastic like piece that like glides like on this track and it, it straps a hat down, but I, I really I've only had one hat that has ever and I sold it that looked like that. So oh. I was like that that's so nineties. Like I'm I've not seen one of those hats recently, ever. I, I think I think I think I'm the only person I've ever seen with one in person. So, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. And then the swimming episode, she had that. It was like a shirt that said like "swim" on it. It was something subtle, but I was like, "This is this is such a '90s show." <laughs> and then, of course, you remember what Madam President wore? What she wore? She had. I don't know how to describe the dress, the the one that we first see her in. Oh, the red one. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's that was almost eighties. I feel like I was like, I didn't know how, I mean, I didn't know how to address that. I really didn't. Yeah. I was just like, okay, you know, do you? <laughs> what, did, what did the kids say? Oh, cur. Oh, no, I can't. I cannot roll my tongue to save my life. I'm gonna have to get my. I'm gonna have to get my brother in here. <laughs> he can do it. Well, Tyree, do you have any closing thoughts? Man, this anime is awful. I lied to everybody. I'm just kidding. <laughs> this is a fantastic anime. Like, I again, I'm gonna recommend it to anybody. If you like anything and then that deals with the 90s and if you like cell animation if you like anime in general this is just you know if you don't want to watch like a full series just something quick to watch 
um six episodes they're all like what 25 minutes maybe yeah around so i mean it's like once you watch them you can watch literally watch them all like consecutively if you got the length of a you know movie so right yeah like uh you could either watch The Godfather or you could watch all of Golden Boy. Yeah. And I mean it's it's more of a it's definitely more of a comedy anime than just, you know, something serious. So if it's not something that's like along your line, you know, you look for something more serious, this isn't really the one I feel like. But no. if you really want a good laugh, uh this show it, it has many of them. Well, yeah and uh <laughs> i don't think you're gonna feel as positive about the next show that i'm gonna ask you if you want to watch which is yasuke because um i have heard a lot of mixed reviews i don't want to hear that <laughs> I've, I've been i've been waiting for this because the soundtrack okay. i think it's got like flying lotus yeah on flying lotus um so and everyone everyone says the op is great you know they'll listen to it every day until the end of time which honestly and not to get too much into another show i know where we're we're kind of going over but yeah. i was re-watching cannon busters to do a, a project mm -hmm. and mind you i enjoy cannon busters but after episode five or six i I didn't even bother watching the rest. I was like, you know, I have enough for my paper. And I didn't go back to it. Mm -hmm. I felt so bad. I, I remember like, you recommending I was like, this, this CGI sucks. <laughs> you want to talk about animation, that CGI sucks. And I heard that the CGI in Yasuke, I heard that Yasuke is just kind of messy. Mm -hmm. So good luck to us with that one if you're interested. And just to touch on it, can't the CGI cannot be worse than Gogo Gogo 13, the first movie. If you have not seen that, that's my recommendation to you. That movie is that on the CGI? Oh man, I forgot what I watched it on. It was like freshman year in college, I watched it, and the movie is fan fantastic. I, I, I love the movie, but the movie was made in 1980, and I mean, CGI was something new at the time. I'll just leave it there. <laughs> okay it was oh gosh <laughs> but yeah any closing thoughts for you on you know going forward um i think the only thing i should say you can buy golden boy on dvd you can also stream it on crunchyroll you can you can stream the whole thing for free. You'll just have to deal with a bunch of ads, or you can get Crunchyroll Premium. Also, I don't work for Crunchyroll, um, but I do love Crunchyroll, so support them any way I can. Um, but yeah, so you can definitely watch Golden Boy through there. And Tyree, you didn't watch Golden Boy via Crunchyroll, did you? No. Okay, so there are <laughs> other avenues. Yeah. Uh, the the two of you perhaps maybe i don't know maybe if you type in golden boy on youtube something might show up i don't know <laughs> the whole, did, did the whole thing show up in one video maybe they'll show up in a uh in like a playlist with six episodes you know oh 
I don't know. I didn't. I don't know. I just. I just. You know. I just watched it. It just happened to be on my TV. Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, but yeah, there's other avenues you can watch it on. It. I. I didn't watch it on Crunchyroll, but. Uh, yep. I. I don't know if that's the best, you know, option as far as you know supporting, you know, the art, but you know. You got to do what you got to do in a crunch, and uh, that's not with uh, <laughs> crunchy. Well, so, <laughs> that was a corny joke, and I think that's where I'm going to end it. <laughs> All right. Well, everyone, thank you so much for listening to this extended episode. I really want to give a huge thanks to Tyree for coming on and talking with me all this time. It's really been a blast. Um, have a lot more shows and a lot more people that I want to talk about and have on. So you can follow me on Instagram at AnimeAlphaGoat and you can email me at ouranimehome at gmail.com. And Tyree, would you like to drop your social down there? Yeah, um, pretty much only on Instagram, uh, Tyree, T-H-I-E-R-R-Y underscore Washington. Uh, you can find me on there. Um, I got Twitter, but I barely use it. I don't really know my username, to be completely honest. <laughs> I think if you look up uh, Suburb Pat, the Suburb underscore Pat. <laughs> Tyree's uh, I think burner I, account. Yeah. <laughs> I think you might can find me on there. I mean, it might as well be a burner account. I ain't got that many followers. But. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you can follow me on there, but uh, yeah, I'm pretty much only on Instagram and Reddit, but that's a different story. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, yes, friends, that's all I got for you. Uh, stay tuned for more episodes. Thank you for your support. Let me know if you have any recommendations or if you have anything you want to talk about and feel free to message me. But that's all we got. And we are out.